smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hello everyone and welcome back to why not mint money i am shashin from mint's personal finance team and today we talk about the booming finfluencer industry for those who don't know finfluencer is someone who commands a huge social media following and who makes content around finance, investing and budgeting. They have become so big that even the finance minister had to issue a word of caution against those peddling investment advice on the internet. Today, I have invited Vivek Kaul to discuss about this topic. He is the author of Bad Money and his articles appear regularly in Mint, BBC, Dainik Jagran, News Laundry and Bangalore Mirror. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. Hi Vivek, thanks for coming to the show. How was your day? Tell me something about how you have been doing lately. Nothing. Yeah, I was just working on my weekly uh, column on the you know the government's. but moved to withdraw the 2000 rupee note so i was working on that and uh, yeah that's about it so i'm not a very early riser so i i woke up only at around 9 930 and then i had my breakfast and i started uh, writing you know basically the problem with freelancers is that uh, if we don't work on a particular day we don't get paid you know like you comfortable salaried people so so that's that So, two thousand rupee note coming uh, out of circulation is the perfect topic, I think, to uh, begin our episode with. So, today we're going to talk about the rise of influencer. Just ten years ago, it was uh, hard to believe that people would take advice from an Instagram uh, reel or a YouTube video, but now it has become the main medium for people uh, to take financial advice. So Vivek what's your thought on the whole finfluencer boom that is happening Okay see you know uh, it's 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 like uh, people uh, I I don't know how to put it people were always dumb when it comes to money okay So what has happened is only the form has changed earlier what would happen is we would sort of uh, believe people around us you know the local uncle who sold us insurance or uh, someone who worked for a stock brokerage So these were the fin fin spin financial influencers fin 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 influencers you know it's very difficult to pronounce uh, the financial influencers around us now what has happened is because the mobile phone has become such an integral part of our lives and and social media has become such an integral part of our lives uh so you know we as uh, people have moved on to taking uh, advice from people who are offering advice on on the social media so i think the form has changed it's not that uh, this wasn't happening earlier it was happening earlier but it would happen at a very individual level which is why it it did not come out at a societal level now because of instagram and youtube and uh, other forms of social media it's it's coming out at a societal level so that is 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 the difference but i think as 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 far as far as the relationship Uh, that people have with their money uh, i don't think that has changed so vivek can we um, come down to the specific point during the lockdown where 
all of this influencer community exploded in a big uh, way so what actually happened according to you during the lockdown see i think uh, there were th- there were a few things first was uh, the fact that we were all you know or not we all but a, a lot of uh, people you know people like us uh, were stuck at home right so when when you work out of home uh, you have a certain amount of freedom in the way you work right what happens in office is you know irrespective of whether you have work or you don't have work you at least have to pretend uh, on most days that you have work and sit in front of your uh, desktop or laptop uh, but that doesn't happen at home right i mean you you have your work and like you know i i have my work uh, once i finish with this podcast i'll probably spend an hour, hour, hour and a half writing and then you know i have the day pretty much to myself but if let's say i was working in an office that would not be the case so because people were working from home they suddenly had time okay and time to do things so that was the first part the second second part that happened was that uh, in the, in the in the last few years the the uh, the cost of getting an internet connection has fallen dramatically you know i still remember when uh, i had to pay almost uh, you know 700 600 rupees a month for 5 gb data on my mobile phone okay 5 gb now i have you know i probably get some 200 300 gb or even unlimited i i don't even know what plan i have and i pay you know probably the same amount of money or even 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 lower uh the third thing that that i guess uh, happened was as i said people have had time and then when you know when you have time and when uh, you know you have a have a have a smartphone and uh, uh, the fact that you are at home you started gravitating or rather more and more people took to social media so instagram took off youtube took off and then you know while scrolling through things you also came across these videos which uh, sort of offered you advice the fourth and and the most important thing that that happened was the fact that you know after the stock market crashed in late march 2020 it really took off and then along with that uh, interest rates and in fixed deposits fell to 5 to 6% and the crypto market took off so all these factors came together and essentially led to the rise of uh, the financial influencer uh community see what what happens is uh, you know when 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 the price of an asset is going up you know when when stock prices are going up or when when the crypto prices are going up uh it is very easy to go out and say okay now you know now is the time to buy because everything is going up so it is not like the influencers had any you know special knowledge or anything they just went with the flow they were smart enough to go with the flow so So Vivek let let's come to the main uh, point that is is it good is it bad is it ugly what is your opinion on the rise of influencer how does it affect the financial market how does it affect people watching the videos and later on we can come to the influencer themselves how they are earning money but for now let's begin with how is it affecting our financial markets see uh, it's like you know it's it's like this uh when 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 at least you know for me uh, personally when i invest money with someone i need to have that level of trust in that individual okay so let's say uh, you know let me talk about 
the chartered accountant who who you know who used to manage or at least still manages a uh, some of uh, my investments and he's been managing my money for almost uh, for almost 15 years but before i sort of you know uh, uh, gave him my money to manage i had to be sure that he wouldn't take me for a ride okay now to give you a very uh, offbeat example there is this udipi uh, hotel in in mumbai uh, it is it is the oldest udipi hotel in mumbai in in this place called matunga called ramanayak now ramanayak if you go to eat there okay they have this line or you know it's 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 there which which says that the owner of this hotel also eats here so to me as an individual when i give my hard earned money to anyone to manage the first thing i need to be sure of is that he will not invest my money in something that he wouldn't invest himself okay that's the first and the most important thing which is trust so in my case what happened was i became friends with this chartered accountant first and it i mean the agenda was not to sort of figure out whether he's right to sort of invest my money or not but we just generally became friends and once we became friends i realized that this is a guy i could trust right and then i gave him my money and then so the story goes so see but what happens is that uh, you know how do i trust a financial influence or for that matter anyone who is uh, in the business of telling me this is where i should put my money right now when i want to invest in a mutual fund you know i'm just giving you an example i i have you know at least 10 websites i can go to and figure out which are the good mutual funds going around okay you know i can simply look at the star rating if i don't want to break my head over it or i can you know narrow down and look at the returns i can look at one year return three year return five year return rolling return adjusted return this return that return everything but i can go into granular level detail in case of financial influencer i have to just trust him you know he'll put out some random you know okay this is what i did you know he'll put out some uh, you know picture or a jpg file or a png file on the social media and say this is this is how much return i have earned and people fall for it i mean i just can't get my head around around this you know how can you trust someone who is on the social media i mean and and you don't know him you, and you have no idea you have no data basically you know how do you so which is why you know if you if 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 you ask me personally i would never invest my money in an insurance policy passing off as an investment because it is next to impossible to figure out which is you know which are the investment oriented insurance policies which have done well in the past which is very easy to do in case of of a mutual fund or even even in case of stocks you know if if you want to figure out which stocks you want to invest in there there is enough and more information out there so this is the basic problem with uh, influencers how do i trust an influencer now be, you know this is a question that essentially these financial influencers need to answer i mean i am not the i mean i am i am you know i i am basically uh, you know someone who's written on investment for the last two decades so i can tell you this that it is very difficult for me to uh, trust a financial influencer and i you know i'm very very surprised at the number of people who uh trust these financial influencers so that is a uh, is is a huge uh, factor for me also you know the the question is that 
what is in it for them you know what is their incentive you know you wrote a very long piece recently in in, in the mint uh, and uh, most of us or rather most of uh, the people who consume this influencer kind of content uh, don't really realize that in many cases a lot of these influencers have been paid by uh, brands to say what they are saying right i mean you you said that in your story in a very clear uh, sort of way also uh, see typically you know i don't have a problem with an influencer promoting brands you know all of us have to make money in some way but then that has to be clear you know when when you are saying something for which you have been paid for you need to be upfront about it as well so if if you look at a lot of these uh, feeds of cricketers or uh, or you know actors so when they collaborate with a brand it is very clearly mentioned paid sponsorship the problem is that you know it is easy to sell a perfume and and a soap and say that there is a paid sponsorship involved but it becomes very very difficult to sell financial advice by saying that there is paid sponsorship involved because you know it essentially negates the entire idea of uh, advice so uh, you know the, the the larger question then there is that is uh, the entire business of being a financial influencer ethically right so i hope that answers your uh, short question yeah that was really interesting and uh, the point you touch upon how do we trust this uh, people coming on youtube and just talking about finance see you know it's like so let me uh, give you another example you know you have uh, so if if you turn on to any of these business news channels you have people all through the day coming there uh, you know giving uh, stock tips and stock advice and all that right or you have mutual fund managers uh, mutual fund managers cannot recommend individual stocks but they recommend sectors and this and that now you know here's the thing you know if if you are a mutual fund manager who's going out there and saying buy this buy that or whatever at least there is some data you know 2 years down the line 3 years down the line i can go back and look at okay this guy said this so uh, was he right was he not right or how has his past performance uh, been so you have you know mutual fund data now is available for as long as a period of uh, 20 years so in this case uh, there is no agglomeration uh, happening you know it's all out there in 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 the dark you know i think th- these are the modern day versions of the uncles in our colonies who used to come and sell us insurance this is the modern day version of that you know we would just simply trust you know those uncles because they sort of uh you know they were a important part of the community that we lived in and this is again you know a modern day version of that vivek do you have any interesting anecdotes or videos that you remember about finfluencer because i do have one so there no, is sure, sure. why don't you you know you are the right guy to share this so there is this guy i will i won't name him but he comes on stage with a audience of about 100 people and he will call up this child who is around 12 years old and all of them will glori- glorify this kid 12 year kid who is a option trading wizard and uh, it's it's quite fun to watch but uh, i'm not sure if it is good for uh, the the society as a whole uh you know that's the point again you know the, the that kid may be making or may not be making money i mean even without going into that 
but you know should we essentially be uh, projecting uh, statements which sort of glorify the entire idea of uh, you know a pre teen uh, boy uh, essentially trading and making money out of the stock market i mean i'm really not sure i mean he that individual boy might have been smart enough but then i don't think 12 year kids uh, should be trading on the stock market so yeah i mean that's see that's the whole thing you know you really don't again you know it, it comes back to the fact that how do you trust any content uh, that is put out there especially in an era when so much fake news uh, keeps going around so so i would rather have control over uh, you know i mean i would rather invest in a fixed deposit and earn low returns but at least have control over my uh, money you know i mean i know that my money is in 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 an hdfc bank or in a state bank of india so you see i think you know there was another important reason which i sort of forgot to discuss as to why all these financial influencers took off see what 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 happened was that uh, you know as uh, as as we entered into a lockdown uh, the uh, I mean, due to several reasons the interest rates crashed okay so uh interest rates were at 5% and 6% and you know once you pay tax on it and when you adjust for inflation etc you were earning a negative return so in that kind of scenario you know you had these influencers coming around and telling you okay you know you can make these many you know you can make 10% return in a month and and, and stuff mean, not I, mean, i don't think anyone said 10% in a month but you can make a reason you know you can make much more returns than 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 you would ever do on a fixed deposit so that also sort of uh, led to a, a lot of people uh, getting influenced by influencers it definitely led to a lot of people opening demat accounts you know people who had earlier got nothing to do with stocks ended up opening demat accounts because it just became you know 5% return uh, it, it just became very very low so everyone sort of or a lot of people wanted to take on that risk so as to be able to earn a Uh, a reasonable rate of return so it was also a function of the times that we were in now you know if you look at it uh, uh, you know banks are now giving 7 to 8% uh, return and inflation is at around 5% 5.5% so at least you are making some money out of uh, fixed deposit so it will not be you know so basically now it's become uh, for influencers it, it it has become difficult to continue peddling what they were peddling plus crypto has crashed so that essentially because a lot of influencers peddled a lot of rubbish and some of them even peddled crypto fds i mean you know fd has a certain the word has a certain meaning attached to it so you can't just you know anything cannot be a real estate fd crypto fd i mean this is all rubbish so so you know vivek i talked to a couple of guys uh, uh, while doing my story and apparently some of them even lost uh, more than 40 lakh in the crypto fd thing that is uh, yeah, the vault crash that's the whole point na it's like you know i mean see that's the whole thing you if if you lost 40 lakhs you probably had a crore okay now if you have a crore to invest the the first thing that any any sensible guy would do is asset allocation now asset allocation is by far the it's the simplest thing in investing i mean if there is one thing that all of us need to know in investing it is asset allocation 
while it is the simplest thing to understand it is psychologically very very difficult to implement right so asset allocation at a point when fds were giving 5% return and cryptos were doubling in a day i mean a lot of cryptos did so it 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 just became you know it 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 just became very very difficult for for many people and a lot of these people were young i mean they had not seen market cycles you know it is important that you see market cycles anything that goes up will not keep going up and the faster it goes up the faster it falls as well and these are things you know when you when you sort of hear them they just sound like you know uh, these are just statements but only when you have gone through such a phase when when you see what can happen so you know i can tell you in 2008 the market uh, went from 21 the stock market the sensex went from an almost 21000 points to 8000 points during the course of some 8 to 10 10 months i think from january to november now i have you know seen that cycle so i know that what goes up can come down as well which is why at any point of time i wouldn't bet all my market all my money on one asset i would prefer lower returns than you know i have have a, have an increased risk of losing my money so to put it very very simply uh, a return of capital return of capital is as important if not more important than return on capital so this is something that people tend to forget and when when they forget they fall for all these you know financial influencers and crypto and ponzi schemes and so on and so forth so yeah that is so important i mean fd might give lower return but it protects your principal and uh, there is a purpose for fd that i think people have kind of forgotten in the last uh, one or two years but yeah so vivek my next question is how do we control this uh, breed of influencers <laughs> coming out how do it's we regulate very, them it yeah. is very very difficult and as you can see that uh, the regulator uh, the securities and exchange board of india has been struggling with it i think you know the, there is a very basic problem here uh, the problem here is that a regulator works 8 hours a day 5 uh, days a week whereas the financial influencer community works 24 hours a day 365 days a year right and you know and also a lot of content can disappear right you might make a reel which may not be you might say this 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 and then that might disappear so how do you regulate something like this so i think more than the regulator will do what the regulator will do i think more than that what is important now is is uh, uh, is is basically uh, you know cam mass market campaigns so the regulator has to sort of put out uh, advertisement you know like the rbi does right so similarly the sebi now has to put out advertisements which essentially uh, show that uh, how uh, you know you might end up losing your money by randomly trusting anyone and everyone who comes around telling you that they'll help you incre- increase returns on your money so that education uh, has to start happening i'm not you know i'm not very sure as to how the regulator can really regulate something like this i mean they might put rules etc in place but you know the problem with rules is that how do you even define something as an influencer you know, from that very basic who is an influencer and who is not an influencer so i'll give you a very simple example so you know during this uh, when, 
course when covid was on a lot of these stand up comedians uh, started podcasts so they started podcasts and then it and in and a lot of those podcasts still continue and in which they talk about a lot of random things they talk about cricket they talk about cinema and so on and so forth but they would also uh, you know plug crypto in between so is that guy a financial influencer or he is a stand up comic who's using youtube to whatever make money so it becomes very very uh, difficult uh, to essentially even define as to Uh, who is an influencer and who is not an influencer so while i mean this is obviously they'll have to figure out something but uh, while they do that it is also important to educate uh, people at large uh, by putting out uh, mass market campaigns like like the rbi has or even if you if you look at uh, the amfi campaign mutual fund sahi hai which a lot of people have made a lot of fun of but it is a very you know i think as far as mutual funds are concerned they put out the basic points in a very very correct way and they don't uh, the idea is not to deceive you know anywhere they say sip karo uh, they say you know to sort of spread your money they say that uh, you know markets will fluctuate they'll go up and down so these are the right things to sort of communicate when you want to incentivize people to invest in a mutual fund so i think that kind of approach has to be taken uh, while designing a communication campaign which disincentivizes people to essentially uh, buy stuff which all these financial influencers are trying to sell so i mean that is such a valid point i think um, just couple of years uh, ago cigarettes can, uh, still now cigarette uh, campaigns were the thing and wh- whenever you go to a cinema hall they would flash uh, person who used to mukesh. Do, yeah mukesh yeah mukesh now there is a need for uh a uh, second version of mukesh who has lost money through a finfluencer advice yes. somebody needs to come up and talk to people mass market and just let people be aware that uh, uh we should be very cautious with our money so yeah, with that see, it's it's one thing buying a dress out of uh, an influencer on instagram right it is another thing handing over your hard earned money to some random guy i mean you know even if you buy the most expensive dress it might probably be 15 20 25 000 rupees right and you might lose that money but then you know in case of uh, in case of investing it's 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 you know the amount and the cost is huge so. yeah that's true uh, for a human being the f- most important thing must be health and well being the second one comes down to our savings and without our savings we are essentially nothing right so it's it's a top priority and i hope the uh, regulator is looking to it and um, hope everything stabilizes so uh, there is something uh, the australian government uh, regulator are doing right so okay. they are trying to uh, uh, regulate the finfluencer and they have very strict regulation yes to start with at least and yeah. you know then they can gradually figure out uh rules and regulations as well because that also see any regulation time uh, regulation system uh, also takes time to mature i mean you can't figure out everything uh, from day one you know the system needs to evolve uh, gradually and and take you know basically different aspects uh into account so with that i think we are coming to an end of this episode uh thank you once again vivek for coming to our episode and hope to see you again sure thank you for having me thank you
थैंक यू दैट ब्रिंग्स अस टू द एंड ऑफ टूडेस एपिसोड इफ यू वुड लाइक टू नो मोर अबाउट दिस टॉपिक देन यू कैन रीड एन आर्टिकल वी रोड अबाउट फिनफ्लुएंसर्स रिसेंटली वी विल अटैच अ लिंक बिलो यू कैन आल्सो रीच आउट टू मी ऑन ट्विटर आई गो बाय द यूजर नेम एट द रेड सशन एन जे और ऑन लिंक इन यूजिंग माय फुल नेम सशन निंगथाउ होंगम वी वुड बी हैप्पी टू टेक योर सजेशंस दैट्स ऑल फ्रॉम आवर साइड थैंक्स फॉर ट्यूनिंग इन See you in the next episode. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.